What's up everybody? This is Jared here with Heat Press Nation and you're watching or listening to the Customizing Culture Podcast. Uh, and today I'm stoked. This is kind of like a dream collab for me. Like if you'd have asked me, hey Jared, name a location, Pfft, Hawaii. Name a collab, Big Brando. Name a cool new product, oh, whatever the new silhouette stuff is. And uh, yeah, we're three for three right now. So you guys, Big Brando, everybody. What's happening? Appreciate <laughs> you guys for having me over here, man. This yeah, is cool, for, man. Experience for sure. has been super cool. It, dude, so I had my, I came, so by the way, we're at Silhouette Summit right now, which is Silhouette's conference that they put on, they used to put on every year. And so to kind of get into that really quick, like the last one was 2019. Uh, and then for COVID, they canceled. So this is their first year back. Yeah. I got to come out to the 2019 one and this one's better. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Comparing the two since you came to 2019 to this one right here, um, did they do it a little different? Did was, Yeah, okay. so, and this is like, look, like obviously like we got, let me just rip this bandit off. Uh, this is the Cameo 5 Plus, and you can see behind me, Silhouette just launched three new machines. So this is already bigger at the last one. That's when they that's when they announced the 4, 4 Plus and 4 Pro. Oh, oh okay. So that's what they did at the last conference. Yeah. It was a little bit different at this conference. Everybody's been like, just putting, they were, it's, it, this conference is a free for all put out uh, all your content, everybody live stream. Yeah. At the last one, it was like a little bit more secretive, like, hey, don't announce this yet. Oh, but I see. People, but like some people would like sneak videos yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So it's just a little bit different. And this year they're like, no, 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 like we get it. Everybody just post all your stuff. There you go. So I think that nice. that's made it a little bit more exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's cool. what it is, is one for, as a content creator coming out here and doing this, I wasn't sure what I was supposed to do and what I couldn't do. Mm -hmm. um, so I was kind of just playing by the rules. But then when I seen all the other content creators kind of going crazy when they let us in that demo room, yeah. I said, oh, it's kind of like a free for all now, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it works out because it like, creates this like, energy. Like, this I vibe. think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So I really dig it, man. So let me get your thoughts then on, yeah. on you're here. It's your first year at the conference. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the new machines? New machines are crazy to me. Um, I rarely look into new tech. I rarely look into what's coming out and what's the newest, hottest thing out because I rarely upgrade any of my equipment. So seeing everything that they kind of released, the Curio 2, I was mind blown because I didn't know nothing about it. Dude. So when I seen yeah. it and I said, damn, this thing's like a flatbed and I seen it moving around and all the capabilities, then I was like, the wheels started turning and I kind of knew yeah. exactly where I wanted to make money if I got that machine, what I would use it for and possibilities are endless. Yeah, yeah. It, that one to me, I like when I saw it, I was like, is that a flatbed cutter? Yeah. I, I didn't because in, and just so you guys, they, they put like a clip and it was in the background of one of the early clips in the, in the presentation. Yeah. I was like, what the heck is that? Yeah, yeah. And then they show it and, and I was like, oh, that's like super rad. Yeah. And to be honest, I have no idea what I would make with that. Yeah. Yeah. So what I was thinking of, like the first thing that happened was the wheel started turning and, um, I was thinking of, there's a lot of people that do those like sip and paint parties, right? Where they're mm -hmm. painting on canvases. So I thought oh, right, if right. you could put a canvas in there and then kind of trace out an image that they could paint, kind of oh, like a paint by numbers type yes. of thing. Oh, and you'd be able yeah. to sell like a stack of 12 of those things to people. And that machine's just basically drawing the outlines Genius. for everything. So when I was sitting in the conference, my brain started going. So I wasn't listening to a lot of what was going on. It just started like, overdrive where it was your like, creator mind yeah, just turned like, on yeah. all right how can i use that is that beneficial for me because like i said i don't upgrade all my equipment so when i seen it i was thinking all right i don't know what the price tag is but i can see there's a benefit for my business on how i can make them like a little bit of money but then 
things just started rolling. When I seen them put wood in there and leather and they're yeah. putting all these different materials, I said, oh man, that thing right there was kind of an eye opener for me. Mm -hmm. But then when I seen the Cameo 5 and that little electrostatic bed, yeah. that right there was a game changer for myself, man. Cause yeah. I've had issues with the sticky mats and, and and I really just use that sticky mat just for like scrap vinyl, right? I don't mm -hmm. want to waste anything, so that's what I use it for. But when you have a small little four by four piece of vinyl and you're trying to peel it up and it's all curling up and yeah. it's getting crazy, that electrostatic mat blew well, my for, mind. For me, I do a lot of print and cut. Yeah. So whether it's it's usually like t-shirt transfers, like yeah. I just got put onto a Caesar Easy Color DTV. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of a new product that I just I've been loving it. Yeah. And I hate I hate having to put it on a sticky mat. Yeah. And so now that, so with the electrostatic mat, I'm like, okay. Like it's, it's, to me, it's a game changer just in making things easier. Yeah, yeah. Cause like, just speaking of the mat, like I don't think me personally, I think the only application I have for it is I might start doing like confetti. Oh yeah. Um, and just, that's more for home use. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, for yeah. things that I'm gonna sell, like yes, my print and cut stuff. Yep. If, because if, if it's less cumbersome for me, if it's less trouble, yeah. I'll do more of it. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So, and that's when I seen, all right, I could, use this mat more of the scrap vinyl i could use but then also it's just ease of use right because mm -hmm. trying to lay that thing on the mat get it set up right and then trying to peel that thing up when i was doing decal vinyl i was noticing that it was too tacky and then it was pulling that paper backing off yeah so i found out that it's a little bit easier to just because i use that demo and i was like really tugging on that thing like moving it around see if it'll move and it stayed put it's it solid put. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so 100%. like big, big ups to them on, on uh, I'm sure that was a lot of like R&D. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's really cool. Like they, they came out real strong this year, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Look at that, <laughs> got cameos going, man. No, no worries, <laughs> you're good, you're in. good. <laughs> we, I, got, I got kids, man, yeah. it's. <laughs> we're gonna let it land. <laughs> that, that actually like took me home for a second, yeah. man. I, that's I what, he's one, I, I, I miss it. him. I get how it works, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially out here, right? Everybody, yeah. what's cool is every time that I come down here, when I come to Hawaii, I never stay in town or stay down in Waikiki. Mm -hmm. When I do come down here, I see families like this and they're kind of cruising around. To me, when I'm away from my family, I get a good like, kind of yeah. feels like home a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes me miss them. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%, man. So uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about was the Portrait 4. I'm not too familiar with that one. I never really looked into that machine and yeah. obviously if they're on number four already they've had a few of these things is it just a smaller version of a cameo or does it do anything different in essence yes okay, okay. yeah so the, the portrait the portrait series has typically just been like the smaller one i know yeah. cricket also has a smaller one yeah 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 um yeah so it's just, it really is just really compact and even more affordable yeah um this this well this is a plus this is gonna be 429 the 12 inch is oh, going to be 329. Pricing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And nice. then for the for the portrait, it's 199. Oh no way! So to me, like the portrait has always just been like the super entry level. Yeah, yeah. You know, because like like your chest logo, you could do that on a portrait. Yeah. I could do this on a portrait. Like, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of things you actually can get done on the portrait. So, nice. but yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah. One of the other things that I was kind of blown away by was. Uh, they showed that app that they were using and the guy took a picture of something and then it like live traced Dude, it. Dude, okay. That right there was crazy to So me, my man. biggest beef with the app previously, the previous yeah. version was that it wasn't very useful. Yeah, yeah. And to me, if something's not useful, then 
Yeah. Why even have it? Yeah, yeah. Once they, when they were showing that up, I was like, okay, now I can actually use yeah. that and actually use it to send, you know, send stuff to the cutter. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so it's pretty sick. Yeah, for me, I never used all the bells and whistles. I just used the auto blade that it came with. I've never yeah. replaced my blade ever since I've had my cutter. I've never used the app, so I don't connect it Bluetooth right, or, right. or any of that stuff, right? Yeah, keep but, it simple. Yeah, but yeah. seeing the capabilities now, I was like, geez, I'm missing out on a ton of stuff. Yeah, there, there's, there's definitely some stuff that I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Cause you know, yeah. I get locked into, Oh, this is what I'm gonna do. Like, yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. and I'm a big creature of habit. Yeah. Uh, but now, like, kind of seeing all this cool stuff, I'm like, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So hey, so if we can, so I'm a big silhouette fanboy. Mm -hmm. You actually been using silhouette for for a long time yeah. now. Can you kind of? I kind of want to talk about your history, silhouette, because you run a successful brand. Actually, brands, yeah, plural. Yeah. Yeah. And you do it on a cameo. Yeah. Which. I love for a lot of reasons. First of all, so many people like, cause I'm still in sales. Yeah. I, I help with sales at HPN. They're like, hey, I'm starting a business. What's your most expensive cutter? And I'm like, wrong question. Yeah, yeah. Wrong question to ask. So oh, yeah. can you talk a little bit about your history with Silhouette Cameo in, in general? Yeah, so for myself, um, I've had big cutters almost my whole vinyl career. Um, I was always under the impression bigger's better. It's faster, it's better, it's always, but I noticed I was only cutting 12 and 15 inch rolls of vinyl. I was never utilizing the full scope. So I went through yeah. the big Rollins, Graftex. I went through US Cutter. I had a GCC Expert for a while that I think that was 24 inch. But I started out with the um, the Roland Sticker. It was a 15 inch cutter. This is long time ago, early 2000s when they came out with that thing. And um, the price tag was like 900 bucks. Oh wow. And since it was such a tiny cutter, and it was exactly what I needed. I ran that thing through its paces and it's worked for me. But then I fell into that weird imposter syndrome where I was thinking, time to upgrade. I need to get a bigger cutter, um, more expensive, more beefier. But I yeah. never cut those big rolls. Um, when I seen the Cameo 3, no, I seen the Cameo 2 first. And this is before I got onto YouTube. Um, I was interested in it and they just came out with a Cameo 3. And I believe I bought it from you guys too. And this is before we worked together or I yeah. even knew anything. Um, you guys had a bundle deal, so I said, oh, the smaller cutter fits on my desktop. I don't need a stand for it. Easy call. So that's when I went to the Cameo 3 and I ran that thing all the way till maybe like a year or two ago. Mm. And I was operating off that Cameo 3 and I cut vinyl almost every day, if not every day. Yeah. Um, how I use my vinyl cutter is I test out every single design with vinyl first. So I'll cut it out with vinyl, press it on a shirt, wear it around, try to get some reactions from you know anybody that's seeing it yeah that'll tell me Which, if i by should the way, make transfers that's, that's how you're supposed to do your product testing you guys <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering like yeah that that's how you're supposed to do your product testing yeah yeah and you Sorry. know when i started doing that a lot of people um didn't get it they thought i was wasting vinyl or wasting t-shirts but i feel like if i'm going to order transfers anyway mm -hmm. let me just try to knock one shirt out first and see if it's going to be worth it to yes. order transfers right yeah. kind of minimize the risk a little bit um so like i said i cut every single day on the Cameo 3, I never had to replace my blade and I cut heat transfer vinyl almost every day, if not every day. Nice. And I'm always thinking of new designs and I'm pressing them on shirts, wearing them around. A lot of them are flops. They all don't work out. But true. every now and then you'll get one that's a winner and then that's the one that I go forward with and I order transfers for. Yeah, so the shirt you're wearing right now, it's been doing pretty good for you lately, yeah, right? Yeah, this the shirt right here shirt? is yep. doing good. Um, I did the same process, cut everything out with vinyl and then wore it around. Uh, my son wore it to a music festival mm. and killed. He came back and he said, everybody was asking me for this shirt. That's all the data I need to yep. order transfers and put it out into the market. That's sick. So like yeah. a successful product for you starts out 
with the prototype. That's it. With the cameo. And that's, that's what that's one thing I love about the cameo. So you could prototype all day. Yeah. You yeah. could like it's and when you when you're and just so you guys know when you're buying your stuff wholesale, like a prototype shouldn't cost you more than a couple bucks. No. I mean, you should know what shirt you want to offer at the end. So yeah. like test your shirts first. But if you're yep. just gonna wear something out, I mean you could get it done on like a two dollar shirt. Yeah. Two dollars worth of vinyl, I mean. That's it. And you just yeah. want to show off the design and you want to wear it around the people that you feel you'll sell it to. Yeah. And then after that, then it's just moving after that. You know, you watch people's reactions. I don't know if you guys go through this, but I go through all the time where somebody's reading my shirt and I could kind of see them trying to figure it out and piece it together. Yeah. Or there's people that'll stop you and say, hey, that's a cool shirt. Where'd you get it from? Dude, to or me, that's the, take a biggest, that's the biggest compliment right yeah, there. Yeah, and especially yeah. if it's some of your artwork, right? Then you kind of feel yeah. good and you're like, all right, cool, this works. That when i started doing this it, it turned into more of like for my family it's a game now they know that i'll wear a new design out and they're looking for me right so i'm walking yeah. with my whole family and my wife's looking and my kids are looking and they're like hey that person's pointing at your shirt or that person's you know oh, that's you can cool. see them yeah, laughing yeah. about it that's the the data that i go back with and i'm like all right cool this one won this yeah because that's that's real world research yeah yeah, yeah. It's hard sure. because a lot of people uh, kind of rely on social media. And to me, I don't think the likes equal dollars, right? Just because right, somebody likes right. it doesn't mean that they're actually gonna buy the shirt. Some people just like out of habit. And to me, you know, if you base all your research just on that, it's kind of hard to to kind of throw all your eggs in that one basket, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, so for, for me, another thing that I like to do is if I'm not ready to order the transfers, because my stuff is real low scale, right? I could fire off a dozen yeah with my like honestly you could do more 100%. if you really if you, you really want to more. you could do yeah. way more if you want to me personally i'll fire off like my first dozen yeah and if i can't sell those and i'm like okay i'm really glad i didn't order yeah you know all this stuff yeah but yeah like that's the cool thing i love about about this about especially cameo is like it gives you so much flexibility it does it yeah. does and from using the cameo three till now I've never had any issues. Like I said, I never had to replace Same. the blade and everything's I, always just worked for me exactly for what I need it for. I don't do any of the card stock and everything that this machine really can do. I yeah. just cut vinyl with it, but it does everything I need it to, man. Yeah, to me, it's it's such a perfect pairing for a heat press. Like, yeah. dude, if you have a heat press, you got it. You got to get a vinyl cutter. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> if you could like create stuff from home just with a vinyl cutter and a heat press, you can make tons of money. You can yeah. make tons of money. And there's so many people that do it now just with a vinyl cutter and a heat press. And a lot of people, you know, they'll ask me like, well, how come you don't upgrade to the bigger machines or how come you don't upgrade your vinyl cutter? I don't need to. This thing does everything I need it to. And right. like I said, I've been using the Cameo way before I got onto YouTube. And it wasn't that I was like fishing for a sponsorship or fishing for anything. It was just, it worked. It worked. It and it was very, very affordable at the time. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people like about your channel, by the way, is that you're open. If something does doesn't work you'll say it yeah it's not, and if something yeah. works you're like hey that's this it. works yeah that's it. exactly and so for me like uh, yes i'm i'm representing heat press nation of course we carry lots of different machines and yeah. stuff but me personally what do i have at home i have cameo yeah yeah and and i'm i still have the cameo three by the way i never i, I skipped the four yeah not that it was bad but yeah. my three i had no reason to replace it because it, was, is, it works 100 percent. it works it works 100 percent. that's how i felt yeah. and um i went live earlier today um, and people were asking, is it worth upgrading? To me, I feel like this is the upgrade that if you have the two, three, this is yeah. the upgrade oh, yeah. that you're looking I'm getting, for. I'm getting the black plus, yeah. for, sh for sure. For myself, that's I thought the same thing was, you know what, I just need that plus, I need the five. Yeah. The really crazy thing was how quiet this thing cuts. And yeah. that surprised me like crazy, man. 
just in the demo room it was on and i didn't hear nothing and i'm like wait a minute and i was trying to pick it up with my phone just to try to get the audio mm -hmm. you can't hear that thing moving man but i know my cameo yeah. 3 it's pretty loud you can hear the rollers going the yeah my so everything's moving <laughs> and you know it to me it it's not a nuisance, but if you could cut quieter and quicker, why not? Yeah, at home, like our dining area is same room, same open room as the living room, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I cut on the dining room table yeah. when I'm cutting. And if my wife's watching TV, she's like, oh, do you have to yeah. do that? Like, she hates it. And I'm like, I could do this now. I could do this after yeah. you go to sleep. And I won't be in bed for like, till like, really. Yeah. So she's like, okay, I'll just hurry up. Yeah. And, you know, but with this, this is like not going to be a problem. Yeah. yeah. That's why when I seen that, I said, oh, this is worth the upgrade for me. Yeah. And like I said, I rarely upgrade any of my equipment. I, I'll wait till it either breaks or I really, really need something else. Yeah. And this to me well, would be. Dude, you're, you're rocking a lot of the same equipment that we first hooked, uh, that you first got from us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even before, even before we had like the affiliate partnership, yeah. like you still have a lot of those heat presses yeah. still running. So yeah. I still have my um, my signature series press. Um, yeah. My cat press is still the same since before I got onto YouTube. Yeah. The signature pro that was an upgrade for myself because of that sure pressure knob. That to mm -hmm. me is a game changer, especially if you're doing t-shirts and hoodies. This is what I use it for is I need to know what the pressure setting is going to be for hoodies or t-shirts if I'm yeah. going back and forth, right? Um, like without that. that, the way I was doing it on my signature series was I was just marking the threads on the knob. Okay. So I'll spin it See, down with a red line and that. say, all right, this is for t-shirts and I'll back it off and mark it with a black line. So I kind of knew where to go for hoodies and t-shirts. <laughs> That's smarter than what I was doing because me, I'm just like, that feels about right. <laughs> and like, well, I, I mean, I'm sure you, you've done your thousands too, but yeah, like yeah. me, just, you know, I've done thousands of shirts. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah, more or less. You could kind of feel it. Yeah, right? you could feel it. But yeah. people just getting started, they can't, they don't know. No, and yeah. it's easier if you have the number readout so you know, all right, I need to be at 40 for this. I need to be at 50 for these t-shirts. And going back and forth, it, it sounds kind of dumb, but when you're doing a lot of orders back and forth, yeah. you know, it, it just helps. It cuts down your time. It makes you a little bit more efficient. And that's why, to me, it I knew it was the same good signature press just with that shirt pressure knob. And that was an added bonus for myself. So it was worth Sick. the upgrade. Yeah, yeah, I love it, man. Yeah. Kind of going back to your to your story about like how you, cause so you, you know, you're saying how you, you actually downgraded in size yeah. uh, to the silhouette. Now from that point moving forward, like when, when did you, were, okay, let me rephrase the question. When you like down, downsized to the silhouette cameo, right? Mm -hmm. Were you doing transfers at the time or was everything vinyl? Have you ever been all vinyl? Um, I, I was all vinyl early 2000s. Okay. Yeah, okay, so early 2000s, that's back when vinyl was like super thick and yeah. <laughs> there was only a few companies. Um, yeah. But once I got the Cameo, I was, I mainly got it just to test out my designs. Perfect. And that's all it was. Um, I was already into transfers. I was already doing them. But I was also wasting a ton of money on transfers because I was ordering transfers that weren't selling. So I oh, said, oh, you okay. know what, if I had a smaller cutter that I could just kind of you know, bang out some quick stuff with, then that'll minimize the risk. And that was the big yeah. reason I, I went with the cameo was I just needed something really quick, really fast. That's, dude, that's actually a really good insight because there's shops out there who, yeah, fine, they're doing the super colors, they're doing the yeah. transfers, there might even be a screen shop, yeah. but like, you still got a prototype. Yeah. You still got to test it out. Yeah. And to me, this is the easiest way and, and vinyl's so good now where it's really thin and, and yeah. you know, Back then, when it was really thick, it felt like a heavy sticker on your shirt. Yeah. Now it's so thin that it feels lightweight, and you can put it on lightweight t-shirts now. Because back then, when I was doing it, um, I was using that thick vinyl, and I could only use heavyweight shirts. So I was using like pro right, heavyweight right. and stuff like that, because those were the only shirts that could hold the structure of the vinyl. 
now that it's so thin, you could put it on anything, 50-50 blends and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so when I went with the Cameo, it was mainly just for prototyping. I didn't want to have the stand in my shop no more because I was like, like, all of my space that I had in my shop was, I was working on top of stuff, basically. Mm -hmm. And having this big cutter, and I'm only cutting 12-inch rolls or 15-inch rolls of vinyl, I didn't need the big 32-inch cutter with the stand and the little dropout that catches the vinyl. Right, yeah. It was a waste of space, and you know, this thing did everything I needed to, and I just put it on my desk. Yeah. Dude, such, such good info that you've shared so far. To kind of switch gears just a little bit, um, if you don't mind, so you've actually started several brands. Yeah. yeah. Uh, done really well. Uh, and dude, and you're still kicking butt on YouTube. So you got like, I feel like you got it down. Like yeah. you, got, you got like the t-shirts, <laughs> like if anybody knows t-shirts, big brand on those t-shirts. Well, what advice would you have for people out there who want to start their own brand? Maybe they're not doing custom stuff. They don't want to do birthday shirts, which I'll take a birthday shirt job. It's money. Yeah. But like maybe they don't want to do any of that. They want to start their own brand. Like what kind of steps would you give them? Like start, like starting steps. Um, the first one I, I kind of coach a lot of people, um, what I tell them to do is figure out who they want to sell to. Okay, nice. It, that sounds like a crazy statement because everybody just wants their shirts into the world and they want the world to buy them, right? right. Everybody in the world is going to be their customer. But to me, it's way easier when you kind of narrow down exactly who you want to sell to. So then that mm. way you could curate your designs for that exact person and then you could kind of grow from there. Um, so the first thing, if anybody wants to start out, is just know exactly who you want to sell to. I wish okay. I knew this you know, a long time ago. Um, so that's why I'll, anytime somebody asks me for advice, that's the first thing I tell them is figure out who you want to sell to. It's easy to say you want to sell to the world, but narrow down the exact person and yeah. whatever genre you want to be in or whatever your design speak to, just have somebody in mind that you can always say, all right, I'm going to design this for this person or I'm going to yeah. make this for this person. That's, that's such good advice because if you think about it, I, like nobody sells to the world. Some of yeah. my favorite brands, I'm like, they're still like even and if you think of worldwide brands like Coca-Cola, yeah. well, you still got Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. You still have half or forty percent of the world doesn't like Coke; they yeah. want Pepsi. So yeah. nobody sells to the whole world. So that's no. such good advice to kind of just narrow it down. Yeah, and that's you know everybody has, is a big dreamer, right? Everybody yeah. has that big dream of we want everybody to wear my shirts, we want everybody sure, to yeah. buy our stuff, and we want to be multimillionaires, right? But it's hard to jump to that level right away. I always try to tell people to think smaller do smaller and that way you could see small success you could see small goals being achieved because when you try to reach for the big goals it's very hard to get to mm -hmm. so a lot of times you know just just self-rewarding when you get a few small sales here and there you get a few things going you know few of your designs win a few of your things work out then you start to feel that self-reward of all right it's working but if you go out and you're like i want to make a hundred grand in the first month and it doesn't happen <laughs> then it's soul crushing yeah, right? yeah. you're yeah. setting yourself up for defeat that's it yeah that's it and a lot of people you know there's a ton of people on youtube now that that talk about making thousands of dollars selling t-shirts um for myself it's i don't want to set nobody up for failure but i also mm -hmm. don't want to set nobody up to either go into debt or oh, that's, just have that's that so real soul-crushing moment where it's like, I spent my life savings on this equipment, I didn't sell one t-shirt. So I'd rather yeah. people plan out before they buy equipment, and that way they make better educated decisions. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's so good, man. Now, you, you're, you're pretty unique in the sense that you have successful brands, yeah. and you have a successful YouTube channel. Yeah. Like, is that hard? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's not easy, but yeah, like, yeah. like and I, I think I asked you this on our, on our first episode, but refresh my memory. 
The business came first or the YouTube channel came first? Uh, business. business I, I've came been first. in business right. for That's a right. long time. I kind of jumped into YouTube only to help out people. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it was my friends asking how to get wholesale licenses and buy wholesale t-shirts. So I made a few videos showing them the process, how to do it in California. And then from there, I started just getting views and comments from strangers. And those videos were only meant for my friends. And once people started asking, make more videos or we need advice on this. And then I said, man, I might have something here, but let me just try to help some people out. Once I started to really get into making videos and creating the content that people wanted, that's when I seen that there was actual need in this space. At the time, mm -hmm. there wasn't too many uh, t-shirt content creators at that time. Yeah. Um, when I got onto YouTube, and I think I've been on YouTube, I don't know, eight, 10 years, something like that. It's yeah. been a little while. And um, yeah, you're one the of the OGs. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't, you know, there wasn't a lot of people sharing information because at that time it was a lot of gatekeeping. It was a lot of people that didn't yeah. want to share the information because they considered everybody competition. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, there's so many great content creators that are out now um, that are helping push forward, helping everybody out. And that's what I like about it. Um, but when I started my businesses, um, that was the first thing a lot of my friends asked, like, hey, how are you doing this? Or how'd you start this business? Or why'd you start this business? Yeah. That's the whole reason I started the YouTube channel, because now I could just answer in video form, give the people the information. And then if they want to run a business like me, everything is pretty transparent on my channel, how I operate, what I do, what I use. Yeah. All that stuff is laid out for anybody, basically. I, I would hope people watch the videos, make more money than me, and see way more success yeah. than I do, right? <laughs> oh yeah, I have. I, I love that I have customers who are make way more money than me. Yeah. With the stuff that I've showed them, like to me, that's kind of like it's kind of like a badge of honor. I'm like, exactly. That's pretty cool. Kind of, I, I feel like it legitimizes a little bit of what I do, and it gives me some validation. Not that I need it. I don't necessarily work for the validation, but yeah. it's fun to have it. It's good to have it. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. And that's what you know. I get a lot of comments and it's like, yeah, your info helped me and it worked for me and stuff like that. But when I see other people's Instagram posts or YouTube videos and they're using the information and I see yeah. them actually using it, that's the part that I like. Cause I'm like, all right, you're taking what I'm saying, you're running with it and you're making it work for your own situation. Fine by me. Yeah. <laughs> Run with it. Yeah. What'd you say is harder, running the YouTube or, or running the brands? Oh, YouTube, man. I still haven't <laughs> grasped the whole content creator yeah, thing, man. Funny. And it's funny that I say that, um, being here at, at, at you know Silhouette Summit, I was on a table with a lot of content creators that are from different spaces outside of the t-shirt world. Yeah. And I seen how they operated and I seen how they posted and I seen them taking notes and they were just so engaged with the summit that I was kind of mind blown because I was there and I was enjoying everything but I just didn't have the content creator brain turned on at the time. I was yeah. kind of just soaking it up as a customer first. And I'm like, oh man, I need this machine and how can I use this machine? Yeah. Content was the last thing I was thinking about. And that's the part that I struggle with now is I don't know how to schedule myself and create all the content and, and still be authentic where it's not um, me just coming off trying to sell something to somebody. Yeah. I need to give the information to the people of actually what I'm doing, what I'm using. and. You know, if I just came out here and I'm like, buy this, buy that, buy this, then it kind of, it, to me, that's a little gimmicky. Yeah, and, I try and, that, to stay and that's away from not that. your, and that's not your brand. And I yeah. think one thing that I really appreciate about, if if I could say like your brand, yeah. is that it's just super authentic. Yeah. And that's you like you're very you're a very trustworthy creator, uh, and I think that's really important in this space. Not yeah. not saying that there's. There, there's places to be to yeah. be salesy. I mean, heck, that's kind of what I do, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's yeah. that's kind of my section of the space is the sales and product. Yeah. But but no, I, I definitely think that, that there's a need for for you for the brandos, yeah. for the people who are like like boots on the ground. Like, hey, I use this, this sucks. 
this works, yeah. do what you want to do. 100%. And what I started to notice what my channel was, there's people that they kind of fish for the negative comments from me, right? They mm -hmm. want me to bash another company or they want me to talk bad about something else so they feel validated because they feel a certain way about yeah, that, right? Yeah. And for myself, I don't feed into any of the negative stuff. I just kind of make the content that I make because I need to help the people. Instead yeah. of you know adding to the drama, adding to the negativity, I just need to help the people. So for myself, I made it easier by just talking about the stuff that I use, what works for me, what doesn't work for me. I don't have to bash another company to get ahead. I just for let you guys real. know what companies I do use and the equipment that I do use, and this is what I've seen success in. So hopefully it works for you guys. You know, yeah. and that's kind of been my thing uh, throughout my whole YouTube career, I guess, is just wanting to help the people and not hiding behind a paywall or not hiding behind, yeah, awesome. I need to make money yep, off of these yep, people yep. and all this stuff. I, I don't care about that. If I could tell you what I'm using, what I'm not using, and that's gonna help you make some money, that's all I care about. That's sick. Yeah. Dude, that's so good, man. And I, and I really appreciate that attitude for it. For sure, 100%. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, now before we let you go, I gotta ask. We yeah. had, so we're again, just to kind of recap, we're here, we're at Silhouette Summit. Beautiful Honolulu, Hawaii. Like, you could not ask for a better location to be yeah. working, right? I mean, heck. Yeah. Now, they, uh, Silhouette, they did, they did announce three new machines. Mm -hmm. We got the Cameo 5, which includes the Plus. Yeah. Uh, we also have the Curio 2 and the Portrait 4. Yeah. I forgot the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> and the Portrait 4. If you had to just pick one to take home, which one are you taking home? I'd probably take home the Curio 2. Curio 2, okay, okay. One, it's a new piece of equipment. And like I said, my brain just started running because I wasn't sure how I would use it until mm -hmm. I seen them putting all these different materials in. And then it just started going. And, and like I said, the, the big thing for myself, and I don't even know if it, it'll be profitable, but it is worth a shot, Yeah, is when I seen that thing drawing on the canvases and they just laid the canvas on there, no sticky mat, no nothing, and it just started drawing yeah. on it, I said, oh man, this is an easy call. I draw all the time anyways. So if I could put my hand drawings on these canvases and let people paint them and do all kind of stuff to them, so sick. I think, you know, I would see a little bit of success. And it'd be cool if I started like a little paint and sip uh, business yeah, on the side, right? Heck yeah. yeah. So, and then get wine sponsors and do all this stuff. You know, that's what Call I'm saying. Call Gary V. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And to me, that's when the wheels start turning, right? So yeah. if I had to take something home this weekend, it would either be the Curio 2, yeah. or I would need the uh, Cameo 5 Plus with yeah. that little electrostatic bed, man. Yeah, that seems oh, crazy, dude, man. that is so sick. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't wait for everybody to get their hands on this stuff. I, yeah. I think, I think, by the time this airs, you guys should be able to, if not get these, at least pre I know pre-orders are going to be open like ASAP. Yeah. Um, but hopefully by the time you guys are watching this, if you want more info, uh, you can go to heat.press slash cameo5. You can check out all of our collection. It's available now. Um, but before we let you go, yeah. tell everybody, you, you guys, you have to follow Brando. Tell everybody where they can find you, man. Uh, find me on YouTube, Big Brando. Um, I'm on Instagram as Big Brando TV. Check me out on there. That's kind of where you could see me working in my shop, pressing shirts, um, just kind of the day-to-day, -day, what I'm doing, how I'm working. Everything else on YouTube is more informative uh, to help the people out make a little bit more money. Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, dude, we super appreciate you coming out here, having a good time in yeah. Honolulu, man. And uh, yeah, we'll see you around, dude. 100%. Thanks to Heat Press Nation even for inviting me out here, man. This has been a crazy experience. Blew my mind. I didn't know what to expect when I came out here, but I'm glad I was invited out here, man. Thank you, guys. For sure. Our pleasure. Yeah. And then one more time, it's been the Customizing Culture Podcast. My name is Jared, and uh, this has been Big Brando. Yeah. See you guys around.